Konnichiwa! Welcome to In Our Community Podcast Season 2, where we talk about life, fitness, youth training, nutrition, and more. Recorded at Resurrection Movement Studio in Danville, Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Coach Hitty, and sitting across from me is our lovely co-host, one and only, Coach Michelle. Is it just me or everyone else? It's another game show episode. You know those things that you do where sometimes you wonder if it's you only thing or if everyone else in the world does it? Coach Michelle and I had a little fun this week listing some of the things that we wondered if it was just our thing or if everyone else did the same. Listeners, we love hearing feedback from you. Let us know if there's anything that you do in your life that makes you wonder, is it just me or everyone else? You can always send us an email at rmsdanville at yahoo.com. Thank you for listening as always. Please don't forget to subscribe to our show on iTunes. Let's get this started. Welcome back. I'm your game show host, Hitty. Today's game is called, Is It Just Me? We're going to be talking about the things that we do that we think everybody does. But wait, is it just me? So we're going to be naming things, Coach, Coach Michelle and I, sitting here talking about things that we do that we think that everybody else does, but really, is it just us? We're fully prepared for this show today, aren't we, Coach Michelle? I think so. <laughs> I don't know. I wasn't prepared for the game show music. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had to make it a little fun, you know? <laughs> of course. So... Let's get started right away. So these are things that we do, right, personally, and um, we think that everybody else does. But is it just me? Do you want to start or do you want me to start? You go ahead and start. All right. So I'm going to start with the first one. Uh, Before you start, though. Yes. Please, we're hearing from some of our listeners. So chime in. Let us know. Let us know what you're thinking. Is it just us? Do you do the same thing? Let us know. Yeah, yeah. We love hearing some feedback in the studio. It's just not like a regular conversation when it pops up and clients mention our podcast. I love it. We get really excited. Uh, so let us know. And what are some things that you do that you think that everybody else does? But really, is it just you? <laughs> Is this like an actual game, do you think? It could be, sure. Um, but, you know, like, we all do, like, different things, and we just think that it, when we assume that everybody else does, right? Right. Don't you love it when you're you're sitting there and you're talking to somebody and you're like, you know, when, when you do this or when you, th- you think that and they look at you like, uh, I don't do that. I don't think that's normal. <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, oh. I know. It's crazy. <laughs> all right, I'll start. So on a basic uh, on a weekends, um, you know, I like to meal prep. Right. Mm-hmm. And really, when I think about like what I make on a weekly basis, it does rotate like seasonally. But I basically make the same things every week. Is it just me or everyone else? Mm. Now, I think that's a pretty general thing. I do. You think like everybody makes similar meals week to week? Like, I do. No, nobody I do. is as, as adventurous as we like to believe, and they're making like you know five star meals every me- every night. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think so, and I think especially parents with kids, you do what works. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just like I I need to have food prepped, or I'm gonna eat junk. Yeah, that's yeah. I think that's very true. On the weeks that I don't meal prep, I my diet's just horrible. Yeah, gets out of. Um, out of hand that's me tonight i have no idea what i'm doing so it's probably going to be so what are some things that like every week that you prepare cat chicken 
<laughs> it's seasonal. Chicken's expensive right now. Oh. <laughs> can can you tell us a little story about cat chicken? I think that's a fun story to tell. <laughs> really? All right. Um, so yeah, my cat wasn't feeling great, so I made him some chicken and rice. But then I had all this chicken, so I would boil this chicken every week, and then people were eating it. So. So then one day, and Mel will come into the you know Mel will come into the studio, and she's like, "Hey, guess what we're having for dinner tonight? Cat chicken." <laughs> and when she put it like that, it just doesn't sound good. You know? <laughs> oh, so your mom's making you the same thing for you guys as she makes for the cats. <laughs> so either she thinks very highly of the cat, or doesn't think very much of you. Yeah, it was actually leftovers from the cat that the kids would end up eating. <laughs> Gabe liked it. Gabe liked it, so it stuck. Amelia, not so much. She'd be like, are we having cat chicken again? <laughs> so is cat chicken on the rotating menu right now? Not, not right now. No, not because right now. like I said, the, the prices went up, so I don't have as much chicken in the freezer. Chicken's at a uh, premium. But what, like, think about it. Taco Tuesday. There's you, always Taco Tuesday at my house. Do you always do Taco Tuesday? Well, if it's not Taco Tuesday, like sometimes I'll switch it to like Mexican Monday or uh. we miss Taco Tuesday. So we're having tacos on Wednesday. There's no catchy name, but we're eating <laughs> them tonight. <laughs> okay. What else? What other meals? Yeah. What other meals are like staple at your house? Oh, gosh. This is like a big quiz. So uh, since Ethan's home. Once a week, I do eggplant parm with a, a breaded chicken. <laughs> <laughs> I know, I know. We not, got not cat chicken, but breaded chicken. Breaded chicken, yeah. Cat chicken's different. It's boiled and it's shredded. So Ooh, yeah, okay. breaded chicken and and uh, and eggplant parm. Okay. You know, there's usually like a spaghetti night. Right now that it's summer, there'll be something grilled, like you know, burger and dog yeah. night. Um. Mm. What else? I don't know. In the winter, there's almost always a chicken noodle soup night because Amelia loves that. Mm. Yeah. I'm trying to think of what else. My mind's drawing a blank. Sometimes it'll just be a salad night in the summer. like a Right. Yeah, and I guess it's probably a chicken salad. Right. So on a typical week, I usually eat for lunch like a big salad for lunch. That's mm -hmm. usually my typical lunch. Unless like I have a lunch meeting or I get busy and I have to go grab food. Mm -hmm. Um. So I usually end up roasting vegetables on the weekend. And usually right now I'm into, well, it's always sweet potatoes. Sweet potato, I love sweet potatoes roasted. And then right now I'm into Brussels sprouts. So I would, um, you know, it's real simple, right? I cut, this, I cut the um, Brussels sprouts, salt and pepper, olive oil. Well, olive oil, salt and pepper, roasted in the oven for like four and, and you know, 15 20 i never time it i just know like when it's crispy enough that it tastes like popcorn that's done <laughs> 425 is the temperature and so i always have those two vegetables to add on top of either like um spinach or greens mix uh croutons olives kalamato olives are the only olives that i would eat and i like those um and i also make like shrimp of some kind i usually go through two bags of shrimp each week mm. Because, you know, we don't have a you know, body of water around here, <laughs> <laughs> just in case you didn't know. Uh, <laughs> so I usually end up just making two bags of shrimp and using that as like a, a topping for the salad or something like that um, to put it on the salad. Mm -hmm. But I've also noticed like if you have so if I were to recommend like things to purchase, Number one for like to make anything taste good, 
good sea salt, like the big flaky ones, mm -hmm. right? Good sea salt will be number one. Good olive oil will be number two. And number three will be like really good balsamic vinegar. Here's a plug. And they're not sponsors of ours or anything. <laughs> but Saratoga Olive Oil Company uh, in Saratoga, New York, they have the best balsamic vinegar I've ever had. And I actually, after I went to go there to buy it physically, I've started ordering online to get, um, it's not their balsamic vinegar. It's the aged balsamic vinegar that they have. And uh, I get a big bottle of it. And that almost becomes my salad dressing. Mm -hmm. So I'd rather, you know, like if you ever look, look and read the uh, label for the uh, salad dressings, it's, it has a whole bunch of crap. So I'd rather go with really simple ingredient like an aged balsamic vinegar than buying something that's like put together. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I just do really good balsamic vinegar and oil and all those vegetables and shrimp. And that's my salad. And that's like as simple as a salad can get, right? Mm -hmm. But it's so super tasty that like I can eat it once a day, every day. Yeah. And be totally fine with it. I do lots of salads for lunch too. It's mm. usually whatever's left over. With cat um, chicken. And <laughs> yeah, a lot of times it is cat chicken. And he is so right about the about the uh, balsamic vinegar right it's yeah and it and you don't even need much just a few drops and it's it's, it's really good so good yeah oh my god now you're a little different than me i can't ro when i roast my vegetables i have to eat them freshly roasted i i'm not crazy about them sitting in the fridge really yeah yeah they I, just i get that because we usually roast vegetables for the crispiness right mm -hmm. so then if it sits in the 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 fridge and then you microwave it it's just not as good and i get that um, but it's just convenient. Right. That's why I do it. Once in a while, what I'll do with my roasted vegetables, if they're in the fridge, I'll mix them. Like, I'll, I'll saute them to warm them up, and then I'll throw an egg in. Mm -hmm. And so I'll have, like, an egg scramble. That's always good. I'll mm. do them that way. But not – I don't like them as much, like, on a salad, like huh. you said, or just, you know, sometimes I'll even just eat them on rice or something. But You know, now that we're on topic of the salad, I have the second one. So I'm just going to jump right into it because I just thought about it. Go for it. Are you going to play Is your music first? No, that's okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> Is it just me or do people struggle to eat salad in wintertime? Because I definitely do not eat as much salad in the wintertime than I do in the summer. I'm a pretty big salad eater. So. All year round? Uh-huh. So here's the thing. Here's where my thought process comes in. When I go home and it's cold out, right, the last thing I want to eat is something that's cold. Mm. And salad is cold. You see what I'm saying? I like, do. I want to eat yeah. something that I can heat up mm -hmm. that's going to warm me up. Right. And so I really don't eat. Like, if I were to take a data of how much salad that I eat in spring and summertime versus wintertime, it's going to be significantly lower. Hmm. I think mine might be the same. You, you know, may? you know, when I don't eat here, maybe is this just me? <laughs> 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 sometimes, especially if I'm out to eat, like sometimes salads depending especially when you're out sometimes they'll bring you this gigantic salad and it's just so much chewing <laughs> it's <laughs> so much eating that it's exhausting and i'm like oh, i just don't even like feel like eating a salad right now a side salad maybe but not a full-on big dinner salad so mm. here's another one like when i go to a restaurant salad is the last thing i look at mm. I order I order lots of salads. Sometimes I'll even try it. Now some places won't do it, but you know I I love a good burger, but I don't really eat a whole lot of bread. Uh -huh. 
So I'll ask them for a burger on a salad, but some places are cool with that. Other people will bring you out like a leaf of lettuce and call it a salad. <laughs> <laughs> Huh. Yeah. Interesting. I feel like I just gave three in a row. Yeah. So go well, good. I, I want some too. Yeah, you did. And but go ahead. I want to hear your uh, your list. I'm excited to hear this because I have no idea what's on. <laughs> okay. So this one was just one I like wrote at the bottom just as like a side note if we need more to talk about. Okay. But since we're talking about sandwiches and salads and food, I rarely eat sandwiches, but when I do, I like to smash potato chips in them. Is it just me? That's just you. I don't think so. I, I, I want to hear this one. We you know, put this I, one as an Instagram question. That's that's good. Like, Corey, Corey does that. Mm-hmm. Like, it so might be a, a, a local thing. I think that's a local thing, too. Yeah. Um, like, when you go to Subway, you get the bag of chips on the side, uh-huh. right? Like, I know, like, Corey gets the Doritos, and then she'll put the Doritos in the middle of the sandwich. Yeah, that's my girl. See? It's not just me. It's why? Just is You just want the crunch? Is that why? Sometimes it's the flavor. Huh. Yeah. So, it used to, um, the Danville Sub Shop. I, I haven't had one in a long time, but they used to make the best Cosmos ever, the best hot uh-huh. subs ever. So I would get a cheese Cosmo, and I would put Middlesworth barbecue in it and smash it up. Huh. Yeah, so it just added a little I, spice to it. I've never done that, and I don't think I ever will. I want to eat a separate. <laughs> <laughs> well, while you're eating your pizza, <laughs> I'll eat my sub with some chips smashed in All right, it. that's fine. That sounds cool. <laughs> so it's probably a little bit for the crunch. It's probably a little bit for the flavor. Who okay. knows? I don't know, but I do think maybe that's a local thing. Huh. Yeah, I'm not also a big sandwich eater either. I I don't know. Yeah. I, yeah, I have to be in the mood for me it. Me too. And then when I am, I am. You know, as I become older, as I age, I notice, like, uh, my body's just carb sensitive. I think it's, you know, I, I think a lot of people are that way. Mm-hmm. I can just tell that, like, I'm a little bit more bloated. And, you know, it's, it's, that's that's a thing right like when you consume carbs the, all the water gets soaked up in it so mm-hmm. then you feel a little bit more like inflamed or a little bit like you're carrying an extra load because all the water gets soaked up so you might be drinking a little bit more and you're retaining water a little bit more right but i've noticed that about myself so like i just kind of try to stay away from you know bread and even pasta on a weekday yeah, as much as too. i can yeah especially because yeah. like our job requires us to be physical a lot of times mm-hmm. you know I just don't want to be lagging on that extra weight. Right. So. And I do like carbs, but, uh, mm-hmm. you know, just, uh, you know, or, you know, so like pasta, but I'll try to have just very little pasta. And then, or yeah. even last night we had rice, white rice, mm-hmm. of course, because, you know. Oh, me. white rice. Okay. <laughs> want some white rice? Okay. <laughs> one of my many nicknames from Hitty was at one point white rice. <laughs> did I? Yeah, you did. Yeah. <laughs> because not only do I eat it, I mean, my kids loved it when they were little. Mm. My mom just would always give them white rice. So um, we have branched out since now that they're older. But mm. uh, yeah, so just a little bit of rice just added in mm. um, where before, you know, rice might have covered a lot more of the plate. Yeah. I, you know, it's a, I have nothing against carbs. It's just I usually save them up for the weekend. Mm hmm. Especially like the carb and the sugar combinations, real. Yeah, you know, it and really so that's you know when I eat carbs, I usually crave like ice cream. Yes, that's you know, and then it's a back and forth and back and right. forth. Yeah, and it, it's it's like something that like if you actually pay attention to your intake, you'll notice these patterns, right? Like mm-hmm. that's that's what I mean by like nutrition awareness is so important. Being aware of how your body tends to function, the more take note you take on yourself like that 
the more you start to recognize the pattern and then you start to realize like, well, if I want to feel this way, these are the adjustments that I'm going to make. Mm-hmm. Um, so just a side note on our topic today. This is going great. Give, <laughs> give me uh, give me another one, Dukes. You want another one non-food yeah. related? <laughs> Whatever you want. Yeah, let's go non-food related. See what kind okay, of stuff you Okay, my kids will appreciate this one. Is okay. it just me uh, or is it everyone? I cannot watch a dance recital without choking up, whether it's my kids or somebody else's. I get all choked up. Yeah, that's just you. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think that's a lot of dance moms. Yeah. I Corey gets the same way. I think especially this one was really, really hard for her. But um. Well, that's understandable. But, I mean, this has been like even when my nieces were, you know, when they're like up there on the stage and they're not even really dancing. And I'm like, uh-huh. <laughs> huh. and I'm not a super emotional person, but it's something, I don't know, something about being on the stage and watching little people dance. Hmm. Yeah. I think a lot of dance moms can relate to that. Now, me, on the other hand, I have no heart, so I do not get choked up. Oh, I, <laughs> I am very proud of them watching them, but mm-hmm. like that side of that side of me doesn't get triggered by watching dance. I don't know. I, I, I think it might be like an emotional issue that I have. Uh, maybe I'm on my way to psychopath, but... Oh. <laughs> but Maybe it's just me. <laughs> Maybe it's just me. I just have no heart. But I know, like a lot of dance instructors that we that, that you know that we have here, they get choked up watching the kids dance. Yeah. And I, as much as I try, I it it doesn't. I get, I think one of the years, like or the the group of the seniors told me, it's like I'm gonna we're gonna make you cry this year. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about that. It's just it's just not within me. I can't give you something that I don't have. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds cool. So maybe maybe also it? for you, it's because you have so much else involved in in the whole planning of the recital and the you know you're so you're making sure you know audio is good and the lighting is good and do we have the next class lined up that you're not fully engrossed in the emotional component of it? I don't know. Maybe I, it, like I said, I just I don't have any heart. <laughs> Both. <laughs> I think it's just you that thinks that. <laughs> <laughs> maybe i don't know that's a good one though i think a lot of dance moms can relate to that and listeners please let us know like we want to know if it's just us or you know yeah you guys feel the same way so feel free to send us an email respond on these the comments thread on the preview that we put on the uh teaser of the podcast so all right you ready for my next one i'm so ready all right and then I think you're going to appreciate this one because I know that you are going to say that's just you or, you know, it's, I think it's a 50-50 split on this one. Okay. <laughs> I can't have notifications on my phone <laughs> that piles up. <laughs> yeah, Is it just you. me or everyone else? Uh-huh. <laughs> One of these days we'll have to post on the yeah. on Instagram my my phone screen versus hitties. Yes. yes. <laughs> I, it will drive me nuts. Especially so the couple that the three, I guess that I can't have any, like, you know, the one or two or 500 in Michelle's case, (laughs) is text messages, phone calls, and emails. I have to have those cleared every time it pops up. Okay, you want to know my numbers? Yeah, please tell me. Mail. Mail is an M-A-I-L. Uh-huh. 3,955. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Text. <laughs> 91 this is oh. unopened unread oh. but you know i mean a lot of them like somebody will send you like a thumbs up or something so you've so. ignored 91 people in your life i have not ignored them <laughs> I've, I've seen their thumbs up <laughs> and i know what it means so i don't need to open it 
or sometimes I keep it unopened so that I, I do notice it, whatever. But yeah, no. Uh, reminders, calls? 72 reminders. Set reminders, I don't set, so I don't get those. Okay. <laughs> Phone calls. <laughs> so when you see text preferred in my, in my memos to all of our, you know, clients and all of our dance family, you'll know why now, because I have 93 messages in my phone. <laughs> oh my gosh. No, but my phone is really, my phone my phone calls are really messed up in my phone. So You're I don't always get them and here. then I'll get seven of them. But yeah, it's 93. Uh, you know, <laughs> you want to know mine? Well, mine, because right now we're doing a podcast. <laughs> I have six unread me- text messages, which is uh, like a typical, like in it within what, what has it been? 20 minutes, <laughs> you know, six unread text messages, zero phone calls, zero emails. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Boom. Like yep. this six is going to drive me nuts until I read them and respond to them. Uh-huh. So I, I think there's two types of people in the world. One that's like me and has to clear every single notification and mm. the other, you know, can yeah. make it pile up like you. I think I might be the is it just me or I can ignore <laughs> 3,955 emails because I, I've met way more people like you. Yeah. I don't know. Well, I mean, you know, let us know, listeners. Who who are you more like? Are you more like Coach Michelle or more like me? Mm-hmm. I would love to know what the status on the <laughs> stats on that is. <laughs> all right, give me another one. Uh, okay, so this one's funny. It takes me all the way back to when I was a preschool teacher. I really locate bugs. I don't kill them. I I you know like if there's a spider crawling across the floor here and seven people are freaking out, I'm the guy who's gonna get the paper towel and take it outside. I think it depends on what kind of bugs. Okay. If it's like a fly, I will kill them. Well, true. Yeah. They're harder to relocate, too. They're harder to catch, just in general. Yeah. Like flies and mosquitoes and like moth, I will smash. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like ladybugs, sure, I can see that. Um, you know, The bugs don't really... wow totally unintentional (laughs) but yeah so i i think it's uh, i can see where you're coming from yeah yeah i really okay bugs like i was taught i was taught by my grandparents that like spiders exist in the house to kill all the other bugs in the house Mm. so i usually just let them go okay unless the spiders look really creepy or like thousand leggers, I have to smash them. They like they just looks freaky. They're completely harmless. <laughs> Are they? Yeah, and they just have so many legs. That's all they're worried about is like, how do I make a million legs walk all at once? I didn't know that. Yeah. I thought they were harmful. I don't think so. I or, don't think so. Or like cockroaches. Okay, so yeah, now you're crossing a line. Yeah, that I mean, yeah, and sometimes when you have like ants in your house, ants, you yes, you can't relocate all of them. Now, no, listen, I haven't not. seen a cockroach in, since I moved to PA, but like in Japan, cockroaches in households and schools are very common. I hated them. Yeah, I'm I'm still traumatized by like seeing cockroaches and like underneath the sink in Japan and in schools everywhere. It's just creepy. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 
I was just recently, when when we were in Cape May, I was at the laundromat and this big bug, I don't know if it was a cockroach or not, but in my mind I was calling it a cockroach, but I was trying not to alarm the guy who I was having a conversation with who was at the dryer next to me and I was like, hey, watch that bug. And the next thing I knew, boom, his foot went right down on it without even thinking. That was was kind of okay because I didn't want to take that home with me in my laundry. So what kind of bug would you rotate, relocate? It's usually spiders, yeah, Mm. like. You know, or like you said, ladybugs, things like mm-hmm. that that are easy to catch. I can see that. That's uh, understandable. I can relate to you on that. Yeah, I don't think there's a whole lot of people, though, because they're like, spiders gone. They're dead. Mm-hmm. Snakes dead. They have to be. See, I was like, we grew up, like, one of the things that, like, my grandpa and I did was, like, catch bugs. Mm-hmm. You know, what's that, Um, the bug that's that's been, like, a big deal because there's so many... cicadas cicadas Cicadas. Mm -hmm. yeah so catching cicadas in the summertime is like an activity in japan okay there's like a a really long stick with a net that's attached so then you can like catch the cicadas on the tree they make noise like summer to me in japan is sound of cicadas because there's tons of them Mm. and we would go in like you know later in the day when the sun's coming down to try to find the 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 what do you call it the infant stage of cicada they crawl on the ground you know what i mean and then they camp themselves on the tree and then they come out you know what i mean and cicadas only last like 10 to 12 days or something and their life their lifespan is short so we'll go to the park and we'll try to catch it sometimes like we'll catch it with their hands and they'll pee on you (laughs) (laughs) like that's one of the memories that i have so like to me like when i look at them like oh that's a good childhood memory but i think in america it's more like ew they're gross you know Kill it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't have the urgency to kill those. And they're hard shelled anyways. They're going right. to be hard to kill. Right. I mean, I remember like my friends picking the wings of the cicadas, which I thought was mean. Oh, yeah. Because they have to fly. Yeah. Yeah. People feel so threatened by bugs. I'm not one of them. It's so interesting. It, yeah. Hmm. It doesn't bug us as much. <laughs> it does not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Can we go one more for each? Sure. Go for it. All right. I have to roll my fa- my laundry. Oh, yeah, you do. I do. And I had so I came across and, and wasn't there like a, a method that came out a couple of years ago? And that's basically that as you roll your laundry yeah, to to um, to travel, to fit it into your. Yeah. Yeah. And I thought to myself, like, dude, I've been doing this since <laughs> since like 2010. I it's not a method. Yeah. It's, it's, it's not a method. It's just like what's convenient. Right. So I learned to do this when I started moving on my own so like you know when my parents left i didn't have anywhere to really store my stuff you know what i mean like whatever i can pack into my car and go is what i owned Mm -hmm. so if it didn't fit in my car i didn't take it and then i thought to myself all right all right you know like majority of the stuff that you have is basically clothes like clothes takes up a lot of space i was like what's the most efficient way to pack these clothes wherever i go Because I used to, you know, fold it, you know, like arm, arm, and then half for Mm T-shirts, you know what I mean? Or pants is like fold in half, you know? But then I thought to myself, I feel like that's taking up a lot of space. Plus, if I wanted to pick what shirt to wear, this is when I cared what I look like. Nowadays, I just wear RMS or commotion shirts. It really (laughs) doesn't matter what I wear. But, (laughs) you know, like you would have to go like, oh, I don't like this. I don't like this. And then by the time you go through and find your shirt, you almost like unfolded the rest of them that was on top. Yeah. Right. So then I was like, well, what if I roll it and then put it right next to each other? And I was like, oh, light bulb moment. I was like, this is so much easier to pick clothes and I can fit a lot of stuff 
there. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't, you know, I didn't, I didn't think that would be a method. You know, <laughs> right, it's just right. Like, what's convenient? Yeah. <laughs> but that's how I fold my clothes and that's how I store it from underwear all the way to shirts and pants. Is it just me or everyone else? <laughs> it's not me. I didn't even believe that it was a space saver until just, um, you know, until we just went, Amelia, when she went to the beach and she had to pack small and she said, I'm going to roll everything. And I didn't believe that it would be extra space. I was thinking folding things flat would be more. Really? You've never done that? Like, that's the only way I'll fold my laundry. No, I've never done that. Huh. So now I believe it. I think it would just be a hard switch for me. Yeah. And And when you get really good at rolling, you can really sp- sp- save a lot of space. Yeah. Uh huh. Try it. Give it a try. If you never rolled your clothes, this is your chance to try because we're talking about it on the <laughs> podcast. This is your chance. You <laughs> should have told them that at the beginning of the podcast. Go grab some clothes. We're going to roll it while you listen. That's right. All <laughs> right, dudes, give me one more. <sighs> okay. Is it just me? Or you can know like that there's a – I know it's not you. I know it's not. So, But I'll just start it out that way. so i'll know something's coming up so let's say something is gonna happen okay let's say august 18th it's registration day i will know all of the things that i have to do and i should be doing them now which you've already started you know like hey let's start working on these Uh things ahead for me it's like you know the 14th of august everything kicks in and then that's when i like hit the ground running and i'm like you know just cramming everything in right at the end when i had you know months and months and months to plan and i had all of these really good intentions is it just me or are those last moments of a deadline is that when like (laughs) (laughs) i can be i feel like i'm so much more efficient right at the end boom done so so you basically just admitted to the world that you're a procrastinator i am totally that's the word i have down (laughs) yes number four procrastination yep is it just so, me? I don't think it's just me. So you're type of the kid that in college you knew that there was a final coming up, but you, but you just waited till the day or two before to study. For oh it. yeah, I waited till the day or b- two before to start going to the class. Really? <laughs> I'm only kidding, kids. I'm only kidding. <laughs> um, no, I I. You know, it depend. It depends on the subject. It depends on the things that I'm working on. So if I, here's the thing, right? Like in school, there are projects that you really cared about, and there's projects that you just could care less about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? The projects that I could care less about, yes, I procrastinated. Um, but the projects that I really cared about, I started. I I worked way ahead. Mm-hmm. I think I still do that still to today. Like if you notice things are like w- done way before. Those are things that I really, really, really care about. Um, And if the things are done like last minute, it's not that I don't care about it, but um, it's just like either like I ran out of time or maybe I just didn't prioritize that thing before anything else. Yeah, that's actually very true about you because there are some things. That I get done way before. Yeah, wait, and I'm like, oh, man, it is so early to even be thinking <laughs> about this. <laughs> yeah. And then other things, you're like, nah, we can do it. We're going to do it tomorrow. You know, yeah. like, <laughs> big thing. But yeah. And I'll be like, tomorrow? But here's the thing, though. Like, I started to become frustrated with some of the quality of the stuff that I usually put off till the very close to the deadline. Right. So then I started forming a schedule to ensure that those things would even have a little bit more leeway for me to review and kind of go over prior to, you know, 
publishing it or setting in motion. Mm -hmm. So I, I'm starting to get smarter about the way I work. So then everything that we put out is good quality and to up to our standard. Right. And it is a little different for you when you're talking about business things. But oh, I'm yeah. even talking about like some things at home or whatever, you know, you know, you're having a party on this day and you know you should start cleaning ahead of time or whatever it is, start organizing, get this stuff out. And it, why is it always like that morning? And, and then my kids can tell you that I'm like, everybody needs to clean up. Let's go. Let's move. And I'm cranky mom all day because I waited until the last minute. <laughs> oh, man. Is it just me? <laughs> uh, I think it depends. I think it, a lot of these answers are it depends. Mm -hmm. um, you know, there are times like that, but it always feels good to be prepared. It right? does. It yeah. does. And you know what happens a lot of times, too? Excuse me. <coughs> is when you get to that end and you don't have the time mm -hmm. to do things as well as you would like to, then you think, why didn't I start this two weeks earlier? Right. Or why didn't I start this two days earlier? Or whatever the time frame is that could have made you more efficient. Right. <coughs> excuse me and we do learn from that we do right absolutely i agree well i think this is really good um listeners like i said please give us a feedback so then we're not sitting here wondering if it's just us i uh, i do have some feedback from one of our listeners and uh -oh, it, it, it made me laugh it made me smile <coughs> excuse me i don't know why i'm are you all right i, I think i think is it just me or is it <laughs> do i have a tickle in my throat mm -hmm. uh, <laughs> mm -hmm. now all day long i'm just gonna do that is it just me mm -hmm. uh no but this goes back to when we we did like the you know we we went back and forth about our favorite foods and mm. talked so so <laughs> adorably she sent she sent a text message to us and she said number one Popcorn and olives are also my favorites. So, yay you. This is Emily. Um, they were, I think, my favorites, not maybe yours. Mm. Um, and then she talked about alcohol-free beer. So she said it's perfect for pregnant and breastfeeding moms. So, so she she yeah. was good because we were like different why? perspective. Yeah, like why? Yeah, yeah. I mean that makes sense. <laughs> it gives you the mindset of relaxation without the hangover. She said. And then huh. we had another um, another listener chime in about decaf coffee because we were both like non-alcoholic beer and decaf coffee. Why? Yeah. So um, that that kind of struck a nerve with both of them. Uh, we have one listener who said she can only have one coffee a day because she has heart palpitations, but she loves coffee. So then she drinks decaf the rest of the day. So. These are good things that we learn, yeah. right? And, yeah. And, and they both make sense. Totally. Uh -huh. yeah. Absolutely. So thank you for your feedback. These are what I mean. We love hearing from you. Mm -hmm. So I feel like we're becoming a little bit more of a radio show host. <laughs> yeah. I've always wanted to have a radio show. Oh, boy. Michelle, let's make some radio today. <laughs> you didn't know that's what you signed up for, did you? I know, but I didn't know I signed up for podcasts either. Can you? Can you can, this would be perfect. Dupes and Hitty in the morning. <laughs> yeah. Boom. Boom. Radio show. Okay. I mean, that, that really does sound good. Right? Dupes yeah. and Hitty in the morning. Our mornings are so busy, though. When are we going <laughs> to do this? It's going to be 4.30 in the morning. <laughs> we can be like Ryan Seacrest. You know, like he does a whole bunch of things. We just never know when he works. Okay. So. I was going to say, why don't we just like just all morning long? We'll just, just broadcast our broadcast. mornings. Yeah. Dupes yep. and Hitty in the morning. Yeah. And coming up next is a song that I don't know who sings it, and I'm not really sure what it's called. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably about sex, drugs, or alcohol. <laughs> right, right, true. 
So, right. <laughs> oh, thank you for listening to this this edition of a game show host, or whatever we call this. Is it just me or everyone else? <laughs> I hope you enjoyed our conversation. We'll be back me? next week. Oh, sorry, I cut you off. That's okay. Go ahead, do it again. Thank you for listening, as always. <laughs> we'll be back next week. Is it just me, or is it time to say bye, everyone?